Hey, universe. It is the 28th of December. So, 28, 29, 30, 31. Four more days left in this year of... What should we call this? The year of... Well, it's 7.05 a.m. Should we call this the year of 7.05 a.m.? Okay, there it is. In the year of 7.05 a.m., there are four days left. And it is uh, the 28th of December. Uh, okay. And I have to be at work, I think, at 9 or 9.30. Hang on, let me find out. Woo! I don't have to be to work till 9.30. So, um, that gives me a couple hours to record here. But I don't need two hours. In fact, I'm only recording because I just listened to the one I cobbled together yesterday and realized I said I was going to talk about Sandy Hook and I never did. And while we don't talk about Fight Club and we don't ever talk about Miswicks, well, we don't talk about the weather. I mean... We do talk about the weather, but we shouldn't talk about the weather. We know better. Um, and we really don't talk about current events, because current events are stupid. For the most part. We do talk about football, which is stupid. So, we have some stupidity that we're trying to move away from. But we will not be moving away from the stupidity that is Sandy Hook until our fucking questions are answered. Well, that's not really true. I mean, I can't live my life worried about Sandy Hook fact that it's all lies. Can I? No. So, so I really don't care. And again, let's start by addressing the liars. Okay, the schemers, the ones who did this, the ones who are part of it, the ones who are trapped in it, who fucking wish they hadn't done it, but they know they have to keep going because if they don't, they'll be fucking terminated. This is the ultimate psyop. This is the one where if you're playing, you're playing for keeps. This is the one where you got involved with people who fucking told you you were getting in over your head and then are proving it. Right? All right, liars. I would have been with you. This would have been the side of the fence I would have landed on had I been put in the situation that you were put in. So, I get you. I even get the... the I get the afterplay. I get what's happened all, ever since. I get everything about this now. For, for frankly, for uh, uh, an operation, I didn't get it all when it went down. I at least get what's happened since. Well, except the Super Bowl thing. Why the fuck did you do that? Um, okay, that aside, that was back when you were still full of fucking, we pulled this off. Oh, I get it. I get it. Um, and then things like that lieutenant started falling apart. I mean, he's terrible. Why'd you let him in? All right, I'm not going to criticize the op. But how do I know it's an op? Well, there's one thing they fucked up that you can't fuck up, not in 3D linear space-time. And that is they fucked up website and Google timestamps. For, you see, the way the web works is there is what's called the atomic clock. That is the universal timekeeping uh, coordinator for all time worldwide. Hang on, pause. I've gently been getting my pipe warm enough for a bong hit. Do you appreciate that? I hope so, because that took 3 minutes and 54 seconds, 3 minutes and 55. Hell, should I make it take 420? Why not? 
Um, so anyway, this atomic clock is what is the basis for all coordinated things, like air traffic control, or uh, nuclear fucking tests, or whatever. If you're doing something at 420, it's going to be at 420 on the atomic clock, like this. Tick-tock. <coughs> oh, yeah. <coughs> okay. <coughs> wow. I was bigger, uh, <coughs> waking bigger than we were looking for. But that's all for your advantage. You know me? <coughs> Anything I can do to enhance the user experience. Even almost barf because I have no food in my stomach and I just cough like 16 times. Oh, wait. Here's some Sandia sweet watermelon soda. Hold on. I'm going to have some food in my stomach soon. Refreshing. Okay. So the atomic clock is also something you can just go look up online. You can see it running. And it's to the nanosecond. And I believe it's updated. It It's derived through chemical debt or through uh, isotope degradation. It is as sophisticated a clock as science knows how to create. And as accurate a clock as science knows how to create. And because time is relative, all of this is determined by being on the spinning ball called Earth, or the flat plane called Earth plane, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It is also incredibly dependent on this space and location, because time moves at different velocities, in different capacities, in different locations. So... <laughs> This is to say that we have time dialed in like dogs have cookies dialed in perfectly, at least in the experience we're currently having. So the web, when it tells you what time it is, is working off the atomic clock. And as a website designer, when I put out my website, Hey, I'm the greatest dude you've never heard of, but I'm also kind of lame because I don't want you to hear of me. So hopefully you're not listening to this and you're doing something better with your life.com. Well, that website will officially have a launch date timestamp because every crawling spider that Google sends out there to determine what's going on in the universe when it encounters new material, it timestamps it so that it knows exactly when this material arrived on the scene. This is critical because it develops the timeline of linear A to B accurately, including the disbursement of information in that timeline. And <clears throat> so the thing about Google was in the early days, one of the ways that Google's algorithm was determining who got to be on top was by how often a website was updated. A website, the, one of the big problems with the, with the web is dormant material. Stuff that basically people no longer give a fuck about and are doing nothing about and basically uh, is no longer relevant. This can especially be timely material, but it can be all kinds of other material as well. Uh, product repair information uh, for VCRs. That's not very relevant anymore, but it might have been really relevant in 1999. And so getting rid of purging 
basically calling the internet of the crap and trash that is not only not being attended to, but no longer of any value, is kind of Google's justification for all the censorship. But that aside, <laughs> sorry, Pete. Um, when Google spiders say they ran into or what's called in the industry cached a page, it's exactly when the atomic clock and the Google spider ran into new information. And you can follow cache dates. You can put trackers on your website that tell you exactly when you're being cached, when Google is finding you and what they're saying uh, or what they're recording when they find you. These are all little uh, plugins you can get for WordPress websites and all kinds of websites. So to know when you're being cached is no big deal. In fact, we would put that on every single website we built just because that information has use. Let me explain why in a second. Pause. Okay. So when Google was starting to analyze what's more valuable in a search for pizza pie recipes, this guy from New Jersey or this guy from Indiana, and their, their article about pizza pie recipe history and the evolution of the recipe for pizza... Well, they're determining it by a, bun a bunch of different factors. Go on, Bubba. Get a drink. Um, and what, when the first factor that they started determining it by were uh, links to that article or to that page. The more inbound links you had to your piece of content, well, the more it must be worth. Because if people are sending other people to this page, then it must be worth something. And so... These metrics started to evolve and are now very sophisticated and determine where exactly Google wants to put you, which is for the first 30 rankings, whether or not you're involved with the CIA, the NSA, or the government in general, or a front. And then from 31 down, how much of the corporation structure you're involved in, and then from 100 down, all the crap. And they no longer sell, show you all the crap. They don't show you any of it, really, because all the crap is where the real information is. But that said, everything from 100 up is now slick. Everything from 30 up is now crafted and, and crafted for a message for Americans. That may not be true in every country, but it's definitely true in the United States. So when, before Google had this much control, though, they were trying to elevate, they wanted the user experience to be the best. They were still fighting to be the number one search engine. That hadn't been determined yet. But they were well on their way there, and they were doing so by having, frankly, more robots than anybody else. They could cache the internet in seconds, if not minutes, whereas Yahoo did it about every 24 hours. So Google was winning the war by having the most current information. And that all comes down to cache dates. Because what Google started to learn was the best way to index the internet was to know roughly how often pages were being updated and then send their spiders to those pages on that time frame so they weren't wasting time sending spiders to pages that never got updated. And so they invented cache dating or caching of websites. Essentially, this is all Google. And what it means is a page like CNN.com changes by the second. So Google spiders literally live there. But a page like, I used to work for CNN.com, but they fired me and now I'm pissed off, so this is my website.com. Well, that guy wrote one article and has never touched it since 2008. 
So the Google spiders now go to that page on a monthly basis because you never know when somebody's going to actually update something. But it's been dormant for so long, there's no reason to even visit it. Nobody else does. And they know that. So cache dates are always when the atomic clock hits. There's no changing that. It's how it works. And so seeing that there are cache dates on Sandy Hook memorial material that go back as early as 1210 on on an event that happened on the 14th. Well, bullshit, Google got it wrong. Bullshit. Now, those United Way pages from the 13th and the 14th, the morning of the 14th, the early morning of the 14th. Well, those are fuck-ups too. I mean, at least they followed through on the instructions correctly and waited till the day of the event. But you posted them literally minutes after the event happened. There's no way to have created the page in time. You had to have pre-created it. And, and it's, just, it's just this little tiny niche of information that I happen to be very deep on. I was a partner in a digital marketing advertising agency, which means essentially that smart people who were figuring out how Google was doing stuff started selling to other people that information of how to game the Google algorithm so that you could sit toward the top. And cash dates were a huge part of the war. So I know what the fuck I'm talking about. There's no way that the websites that were set up and dated pre the event could have been mistakenly indexed by Google. It could not have happened. Those cache dates are legit. That proves premeditation. The event is a lie. In some capacity. Why? Well, that's a big part of what I'm doing. Because things like this wake me the fuck up. At 7.15 in the morning. When I don't have to be to work till tomorrow. Now, that isn't actually today. This one woke me up because I listened to yesterday's and I said, "Ah, I was going to talk about Sandy Hook cash days and I never did. And I talked about that girl from Florida. We'll call her Jenny. So, okay, liar, schemers, CIA, NSA, what, the Mossad, whoever the fuck pulled this off ain't small. This is big time. Psyop. This shit is huge. I mean, you got the media involved. This is like, this is evil genius shit. And that's why it gets me up. Because whoever pulled 9-11, it's the same level of shit right here. Now, could this just be some anarchist core group of psychotics who thought there was some end of the world thing happening in 2012 and they were going to murder a bunch of children and there was some fucking gross ass shit that went down and they covered it all up with this kid shooting them all? Yeah. Sure. Because we don't know what the fuck happened. But something happened, not what we were told. And they were ready for it. The whole thing is a mirage. And if they'll mirage us with that, 
Do I even need to say it? Yeah, I guess I need to say it. Here's the thing. I don't like talking about Sandy Hook. I like hearing what the fuck happened at Sandy Hook Answers, but guess how many of those are coming? None. So, I don't want to be perceived as a raving lunatic that got coerced into believing things like the moon landing is full of holes, Sandy Hook is full of holes, but they're full of holes. There are too many inexplicable activities in both zones for me to think anything other than the worst. Why have we, why has no one ever been back to the moon since 1972? Since Richard Wicks, Richard Nixon was in White House for all of the moon landings. No one's been before or since. That alone is enough to open an investigation. And that's fact number 1,609 on the list of 1,609 facts about the moon landing that are fucked up. And Sandy Hook has more. Not than the moon landing, than the cash dates. Provably false parts of the official report, going all the way back to the 911 calls. They don't add up. They don't sync up. Okay, it was a chaotic, terror-filled day. Yes, it was. But 911 calls reconcile, because the timeline can't be different in two different phone calls. It will sync up because it has to. There's only one event. All right. I don't, I don't want to end on this note of consternation. So here's what I'm going to do for the first time ever. I'm going to record at work on my first break. No, let's do it on my lunch hour because that's a half hour break. So on my lunch hour, I will go out to the break area hopefully alone. I will find a place where I'm alone. I'm not about to talk in front of other people. And I will just see if this crustiness of my morning, all brought on by Sandy Hook, thank you, Robbie Parker, um, if this can be changed by going to work, will I be in a much better mood? Because my sources say yes. Pause, stop, whatever. Talk to you in seven hours-ish, ish, ish, later. Okay, I haven't even gotten in the shower. I mean, what I started doing was finishing up that project that involves the uh, co-creator that's going to uh, be uh, interviewed by moi in uh, true interview fashion because how is he going to decide if you want to work with somebody except to interview him, right? Well, that alone has taken me off the Sandy Hook fucking uh, spiral downward. Life's good. Sandy Hook is bad. But I will get back to more life is good at work. Life is good at work. I'm an American who can say that. Do you know how rare that is? Oh, life is good. All right, fellow humans, if if there are any of you, because like again I said, this could easily be a simulation all for me. But if it is a simulation, and let's say it's a simulation for like 11 of us, or even 19 of us, that way we all get one porno and one object in the simulation to complete the game. And if the simulation exists, wouldn't it exist to test something? Well, it would also seem like you would feel like you were in a contrived society where like 
one group of people was ruling the roost. That feels contrived to me. And it would seem like, wouldn't the simulation be there to test your ability to rise above current circumstances and make them better? What other simulation would you be running? So when I look around and I see current circumstances in this tilted fashion wherever I care to investigate, well, of course it feels like a simulation. Of course it feels like I'm supposed to do something. Because I am. I'm supposed to remind us that our humanity didn't dissolve. It didn't fall out of our ears while we were watching Gilligan's Island. It's here. It's alive. And it's the best of us. And if we don't start embracing it... Well, I really don't know how this simulation ends. But I don't want it to end like Clue in one of three ways. All of which are predestined fascist self-annihilations. And I hope neither do you. But that's the last downer note, because now I'm getting some shoes and socks on. I'm going to bike my ass to work. I'm going to have a great first shift till I go to lunch, and then I'm going to explain why I had such a great turn of the day. Because I went to work at Home Depot. I mean, nobody's ever predicted this in the few, in, in ever. Now, will it come true? Well, I don't know. This 3D linear timeline that we're on, it doesn't give up its secrets very easily. But I'm willing to bet on it. And I don't bet on anything anymore. 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 I used to bet on a lot. Now I don't bet. But I'll bet I can get this to 2222 because we're at 220. So this is 221. This would be 222. All right, universe. It is 123 on the 28th of December here in the year I'll call at the Beach Tanning Superstore since that's the store across the street here. And uh, I'm on my break from work, which means I'm racing to Walmart to buy some yogurt. So I have something to drink on shift because yes, I will push the definition of a beverage to include yogurt, but staying out of other people's way, making sure the geese don't get in my way and having the kind of goddamn uplifting day that I just did not know that working at Home Depot could provide. I am in a fantastic mood and I have to give most of the credit to my coworkers because I've been hmm, doing that job now for nine months again and it has just been in the month of December that I have found going to work is an uplifting part of my day. Not just because it pays for my cell phone, but because I am getting rewarding time that is meaningful to me from work and not from doing the chores that Home Depot once done, but from my coworkers. And I can't tell you how much that means to me. And so whatever Sandy Hook schlock I was selling earlier, yeah, it's still all there. That stuff is bullshit. But you know what's not bullshit? Working with people who you respect working with, you enjoy being with, and who do the same for you. I am, hmm. Maybe for the first time in my life. Well, no, I actually really liked working at Baskin Robbins. Going to work there was fun. And of course I loved the wilderness school, but that was more of a life than a job. And well, Paperboy will probably always be my number one job of all time. But lately, I gotta tell you, working at the Home Depot, it isn't gonna change your life for the better. But working with people like I'm working with currently at the Home Depot, 
it's clearly changing my life for the better. And for that, I couldn't be more excited. Okay, universe. So, I'm now home, and you did your best. I, I, I give you, uh, what, an A-plus on effort? Because I don't think you could have produced uh, worse conditions for me to ride my bike home in. And I know why you did it. You said, God damn it. This guy can't have gone to work at the Home Depot and be coming home in a better mood. That's just not allowed. No, 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 no. None of that. Hang on, pause. Ha ha. Guess who remembered to buy uh, new propane? Wait, is this propane? Wait, what is this stuff? I always forget. Yep. It is a Burns-O-Matic propane canister of 14.1 ounces, otherwise known as 400 grams. Now, burns matics one of those goddamn Mandela effects, because that thing was Benzomatic. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, then you're a clone. Pause. Oh, what? Okay, I'll admit, Universe, you may have knocked me down a peg on the old exhaustion scale. I had a pretty thorough... Uh, physically exhausting day. But I had such an emotionally uplifting day and I had such a hmm, cooperative, uh, collaborative humanity day that, fuck, man, I could have been throwing bricks into the goddamn Grand Canyon and then going down into the bottom of the Grand Canyon to find said brick and then crawling back up the Grand Canyon with said brick just to do it all over again. But as long as I'm getting the same level of uh, return in the metaphysical and the soul universe? Well, fuck, man. Who cares what's happening in the physical universe? That's why your little sleet rainstorm did nothing to do my mood a downward trend. If anything, it made me feel better. Because when I got home, I realized I don't think I've ever ridden home in conditions that wet because I don't remember my pants ever being completely soaked front and back. And I don't remember any time when my hat was so wet that it was dripping inside the hat onto my head. I mean, yeah, dripping off the bill, dripping through the bill, whatever. Hats get wet. But dripping through the hat onto my head? So, yeah, universe, you tried to put me into a torrent of cold misery. And you know what I came out of there with? Smiles aplenty. Because... I think I have finally crossed the ultimate hurdle, and that is being able to go to work in a mood and come home from work in a better mood. I told you I would do that today, work. Work? Well, I told the universe I would do that, and work's part of my universe. But to have the unexpected return of, of mood lift all the way to fantastic. Well, if I were for sale at Home Depot, I would not be fantastic. But if I were a mood in the universe, I don't know. Fantastic's a pretty goddamn good choice. <laughs>